Guys, it's Thursday. Yep. Because, uh... Riot's weird like that. Well, to be fair, we didn't even think about Father's Day slash Juneteenth being, like, a celebrated holiday for... I don't know. I don't know why, but we're, like... I was freaking out on Tuesday. Yesterday, yeah, on Tuesday, I was like, where the fuck are the patch notes? Yeah, it was and really then... weird. They just... I, I don't know why they don't just announce something ahead of time. Like, they just yeah. do stuff, and they don't tell nobody anything. It's like, what? Riot, come on. You guys have literal millions of people that uh look for your updates and whatnot on a regular basis and whenever you guys switch without really saying anything and they never really said that like oh there's a holiday on a monday that's just a trend that we've noticed so yeah, plus like they not, can just come out and fucking tell us what they're doing you know a not, tweet will suffice not all the players are in na too so i'm sure eu right. players are like what the fuck right like, right yeah it's uh yeah, that's right for you. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, okay, well, are we fucking having patch notes this week or what? But right. lo and behold, we're here. And I'm actually really excited to see how accurate or not accurate we were. I think I accidentally, I deleted, because I wrote it on a notepad in my phone. I think I deleted the what I had written down for the changes. So hopefully I can remember. Oh, I have but, mine still. Um, <laughs> sort of. So yeah, we're going to. Get into that, but really quick, we're gonna go over uh, the poll last week. Is we asked um, if you guys wanted us to do multiple episodes about players or just one at the end, and it was it was split down the middle, fifty fifty. So I think we're gonna we agree to wait till the whole season's out, all ten episodes, and then as a whole go over it. Yeah, I think that I think that makes the most sense. Or at the very least, after the tenth episode releases, we can. Maybe ask one more time and see if you guys are maybe more interested after the uh, uh, full season's been released, and, and then we can go from there. Yeah, I've I've watched the first four episodes. It's fucking incredible. It's so good. It's very funny. It's like, it's I, I keep people saying I don't know what American Vandal is. Am I is that what it is? It was like a TV show. Oh, you never saw American Vandal where the, the dude drew penises all over the cars in the parking lot. No, apparently this it's is the same creators. Okay. The same creators did this, so it's like that. That's it, funny. Yeah, it's got like the office parks and rec kind of yeah it's, vibe to it's it. What they call a, a mockumentary. Mockumentary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So it no, it's good. It's very funny, and it's a lot of um, if you've been playing for a while, a lot of like the lingo they say and shit like is really fucking funny. <laughs> play, if like you've been playing for a while, league players will pick up on things that are like, oh, okay, so. Yeah, if you guys Red. go start watching it, first two episodes are on, on the YouTube, and then everything else will be on a paywall. But there's a free month, so you can literally just wait until the full season's out, get your free month, and then binge it. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, uh, I heard Travis talking about it on um, Hotline the other day, saying, you know, it's a really good show, but Paramount has not done a good job advertising it. No. Uh, Riot has not done a great job advertising it either. It's only on the Riot streams, from what I've seen. Um. So I think a lot of people don't even know that it's out, which is a fucking problem. So they, I'm surprised it's like not in the client or something like that. Like Arcane was all over the client. I, I feel like this should have been well, the client somewhere. Well, I feel somewhere. like, because right, I mean, Arcane was like made. Right, but like, I don't, know. I don't know. You could put this in like the, you could put this somewhere. It's not, it's not against League. I mean, they put esports stuff up every week when the, when the games are on. So at least they could do is put the show up, I would think. But whatever, Riot. 
Fuck me. Fuck you too. <laughs> and last week our Q&A was just an open mic so people could ask us questions, share thoughts, yes. etc. And Joa wrote in and asked us a off-topic question. Do you watch any major sports leagues like NBA, NFL, NHL? And he says he wants to hear hidden OP champs on and off roll. Thank you for doing the podcast. Appreciate that. Um, well, Tyler, I know. Go yeah, ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really watch a whole lot of NBA. Um, I do. I did watch the finals. Um, being in the Bay Area, do follow the Warriors. Um, but the NBA itself is a league that seems to me is more predicated on getting fouls than it is about playing fucking basketball. So that's why I don't generally watch that. Um, NFL for sure. Watch the NFL. Uh, big, big Niner fan over here. Um, shouts out to quick shot. Uh, um, hmm. NHL, we're sharks fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watch MLB and so I'm a giants fan and actually currently they're on right now and they're winning two to nothing. So there's that. Um, what about you, dude? I mean, I watch, I watch football. I'm not as hardcore. I know you do fantasy and all that shit. I'm not that hardcore in it. I don't know. I know like handful of of players particular players and um i mean whenever football season's on every sunday it's like i'm we're watching it absolutely i play fantasy i do the the picks the gambling the pools i do the whole nine (laughs) i was we were watching i mean there's websites where you can stream sharks games sure but like our tv provider we had a while ago just got rid of it for like Bay Area sports, so we stopped watching Sharks and we're like, oh, oh yeah, that's cool. right, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, but yeah, we um, yeah, we watch professional sports. So, uh, and hidden OP champs on an off roll. I will have an answer for you by the end of the episode. I promise yeah. you, um, I will have an answer for you by the end of the episode. Do not let me sign off without having an answer to that one, because there is an answer to that. Um, I'm not gonna give all of them. I'll just give you an answer, <laughs> but. I used to find these all the time. Um, they weren't things that I had picked up myself, and they probably this probably won't be something I've picked up myself. This will be something that that I found, but makes sense. So I will I will have an answer for you, Joa. Just give me to the end of the episode because I gotta find it while doing this at the same time. <laughs> oh my God. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Uh, do you have anything on LCS? It was back first week. It was back. Eg. Not suffering from an MSI hangover, um, much like their European counterparts in G2. Um, actually, I think all the MSI teams are doing pretty well coming back, which is yeah. different than usual. Um, Golden Guardians sucked it up. Uh, CLG looked insanely good for no reason. But they didn't play very good teams. They didn't play very good teams, but they even in the past, though, against those half-decent teams, they struggled. They looked pretty dominant in their games. Um, TSM looked like straight doo-doo. Um, 100 Thieves, I think, is going to be their own worst enemy. Um, obviously, Team Liquid didn't play anybody worth mentioning, and they went 3-0, and and everyone's like, oh my god, is Team Liquid, they're back! And I was like, uh, who did they play? Immortals? And, uh, did they play C9 without... Um, I'm trying to... Um, let's see. No, EG played C9, but C9 doesn't have a bot lane, so... They look like trash. They lost all three games, but they're playing handicapped yet again to start the split. I don't know when C9 is going to fix that problem, okay. but that's a problem. Okay, so yeah, Liquid beat Immortals. 
which is okay. That's a free win. They beat Dignitas. Okay, that's a free win. It did look surprisingly disjointed. And then Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine was like quote unquote their toughest matchup, but again, we're missing Berserker and Sven. Yeah. But yeah, like on on Hotline too, they were praising them. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. They were right. shitting on CLG, but they were praising Liquid. I will say the one thing I uh, would say about Dignitas that's weird is I felt like Neo is actually a really good player. Uh, he's a pretty good. Uh, AD carry, if you like, and the meta right now is AD carry focused. Um, at least in pro play, it's AD carry focused. Like that's what's taking over the game. So it is weird to me knowing that Neo's a good player of his um, stature, and he they just couldn't do anything to get off the ground, which is weird because Dig was uh were they top six last split? I think five or six. Yeah, they did make it into playoffs. Yeah, and they weren't they weren't terrible. I mean, they weren't great, but they weren't terrible. It was really weird. Um, so yeah, I mean, other than that, the first first week takeaways made CLG look amazing. Uh, it made C9 look like doo doo, but this week C9 is going to have their bot lane back. Um, and uh, if they ever yeah, if they play anybody, don't expect Sven to be able to get his hands on Senna. They're playing Dig on Saturday, and then they're playing 100 Thieves on Sunday, so that's going to be a little bit of a tougher yeah, if, matchup. If any of these teams are smart, they won't let Sven get his hands on a essentially what's an ADC that's playing a support role. So, um, I don't have much else on that just because it's so early. I don't, I mean, like I said, going over it, but we don't even really know which teams are good or which teams are bad yet, right? I usually like to give it a couple weeks till they kind of round themselves out into where they are in the standings. And then you can kind of start making um, assessments. But right now, we know that Immortals obviously doesn't have high expectations. Dignitas is worse than expected. CLG looks better than expected. Um, TSM's just about what you expect. EG winning, even though they played teams that are what you would think are lower tier, I think is still good because MSI teams come back and perform like ass. So that was uh, impressive, I guess, in that regard. Yeah, I don't have anything else on that. No, that's cool. And uh, before we do the patch, let's get that ad out of the way nice yes. and early. So we'll be right back. All right, 12.12. Now, all right. So, I'm gonna, again, <laughs> I'm going to try to remember just what I, I think if I, like, see what the changes are, I'll probably recall. I'm sure hearing what you you had written will probably help a lot. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, so Belveth, Mundo, Fiora, Janna, Lucian, Singe, Viego, Zeri, Hit getting the nerf, Amumu, Annie, Blitzcrank, Heimerdinger, Ivern, Jarvan, Seraphine York getting the buffs. Katarina, Shaco, Soraka, Yumi getting those build slash healing adjustments. And then items and uh runes is Night Harvester, Serpent's Fang, Shadow Flame, Predator. Those are the ones we do I we did not look at, so I'm curious about those. Um, and then the new snow moon skins, which are supposed to be like blood moon, but a different kind of, which they look sick, by the way, these right. skins look fucking insane. Uh, and then Ashen Knight Pantheon, which is not that great. It kind of <laughs> looks like, it looks like a ruined Pantheon chroma. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So anyway, guys, let's do it. Let's scroll down. We're going to start with a Mumu. Uh, before we look at it, do you remember, what did we say? We said E damage reduction buffed. So I and said then, I said just general tank stats, but yeah, I think we looked at the E damage reduction being um, a thing. Okay, so we got 
Q mana cost decrease now increases with rank. R base damage increase. All right, well, we're we fucked were on that one. Yeah, totally wrong, uh, but... Uh, oh, this is insane. That's enough oh to my. give him something, because remember I said he seemed weak, and like he doesn't really deal damage, so I, I guess it's to give him something here. I guess it makes sense. That's not the worst. Man, so bandage toss. Mana cost dropping from 70 at all ranks to 30 to 50. Holy shit. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's a big fucking difference. You're gonna see him in the support role. Don't be surprised. Yeah, it says we're reverting the change or the the nerfs oh, yeah. they they did earlier. Okay, and then curse the sad money mummy damage, base damage is getting increased by fifty at all ranks, and yeah, staying in the same eighty AP. Oh uh, yeah, Moon was support next level, dude. Yep. Wow. Okay. Expect it, Annie. Annie. What did we have? What did we have? I had burst damage, like kind of a durability revert. So let's see, what did they do here? Annie's burst builds have fallen off since the durability update. Enough said, guys. We can move on to the next champion. <laughs> so what they're doing is they're increasing the AP ratio on her Q. Uh, you're getting extra 5%. It's fucking astronomical. And So much, so much burst. Yes. Tibbers <laughs> is getting uh, 100 base health per level. So it was 1,200 to 3,000 at max rank. It's now 13 to 3,100. But what you're really going to see is the base armor and magic resist going up. Uh, it is the same at the first rank. Rank 2 goes up by 10. Rank 3 goes up by 20. So from 30, 50, 70 to 30, 60, 90. They're, I see what they're trying to do is they're not trying to totally um, revert what they did. They're trying to make small changes and see if they can kind of bring her in line with where they more or less want her. So uh, I don't understand what they're saying here. Uh, about her burst because five percent on her Q eight ain't shit. But I guess we'll see what happens when the bear's a little bit tankier. I mean, twenty extra resistances is pretty good for for a pet. Yeah, I think uh, what I had was um, the shield. I thought it was gonna be more support Annie kind of, but nope. Okay. You said you um, had it in a notepad on your on your phone. I deleted it. I think you can look at deleted notepads though. Deleted notes. Okay. Uh, what did you have written down for Belveth? Um, Belvesi. I didn't know what to write. And I don't remember what we agreed on. <laughs> but I definitely didn't know what to write. That's a damn Oh, that's fact. right. I think uh, I had mentioned the E damage reduction when she gets CC'd. The, the damage part stops, but the damage reduction continues. I think that was it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then... Um, they did just about everything on this it? fucking champion, so holy... All right, let's see. Basic attack range increase, base <laughs> health regen and de uh, growth decrease, passive stack value increased early and now reaches maximum at level 13. Okay. Large uh, minions now grant one stack. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. E stack damage, E base damage decrease, lifesteal decrease late. I think I mentioned the lifesteal was go down. Uh, our bonus attack range and explosion damage based on enemies missing health no longer increases with rank. Void remora health decrease early and now increases with rank. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Base stats. Base attack range getting increased by 50, so it's now 175. Health regen dropping from 8.5 to 6. Health regeneration growth is dropping by uh, 0.25. Okay. Uh, to 0.85 to 0.6. Health regen at level 18. So this is just 
all that, um, is dropping by six, six, six and a half, close to that. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's see. So now she is getting a lavender stack for large creatures. So they're kind of looks like lightly pushing for lane, give her ability to lane. Uh, but the the attack speed. Change is getting interesting. Yeah. So it's going to be up a little bit at level 1 from 0.25 to 0.28. But it's getting lowered by quarter of a percent at level 13. Whereas before it was 1 to 18, now it's 1 to 13. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's not terrible. I mean, it's still a nerf, but like, how much is a quarter percent? I mean... Quarter percent, how much is the buff of three <laughs> percent? To me, that seems just incredibly freaking low. Mm -hmm. But we're, we're over here thinking there was gonna be major changes, but we should have known better. Well, the, they hit everything, so like in, in a mm -hmm. sense, it is a major change, but it's just all across the board, if that makes sense to anybody. Oh, dope, I did find it. Okay, good call on that, by the way, for the sick. Yeah, okay, so yeah, Annie, she, I said shield is up, base stats up, but no, okay. And then <laughs> Belveth, what did I write exactly? Uh, e damage reduction down or gets negated by CC, which they didn't change. They just uh, lowered the base damage. It's going from 8 to 20, now to 8 to 16. And the lifesteal is changing from 20 to 28 to 20 to 26. Okay. Okay, okay. Uh, R, the explosion damage, miss, uh, true damage, the target's mystic health is changing from 20 to 35, depending on what level. Now it's 25% all ranks, so that's a pretty big hit. Yeah. Uh, bonus attack range is dropping from 50 to 100 to 50 at all ranks. Okay. That's big. Yeah. And then the Void Remora health is now scales. Instead of 70% flat, it is 50 to 70%. Of okay. minions, a minute maximum health. Oh, so that's the okay, the little void guys. Yeah. Okay, so that's okay. So it's now scales. Oh, we got a shitload of bug fixes. Holy fuck. Yeah, I don't even. Oh god. Is it even worth it? I'm just trying to see if there's anything. No, not really. True form. No, no, no. Void and scion. These are very like specific situations. No. Yeah. Okay, that's not that important. All right. All righty. Blitzcrank. What do we have for Blitzcrank? I had burst damage. Durability revert is what I wrote. I Human had... base damage. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I have had passive shield up, mana scaling. Uh... So it was Q base damage increase and R active base damage increase. So it was burst damage. Uh, what we're looking at here is it looks like an extra 15 base damage on the Q at all ranks. Uh, still keeping the same 120% AP ratio, so it was 90 to 290. It's now going to start at 105 to 305. And the ulti, the static field. Again, the base damage is going to be up 25 at all ranks, so from 250 to 500 to 275 to 575, keeping the 100% AP ratio. Um, I still don't know that's enough to counteract the durability update, but it does bring relevance to Blitzcrank. More relevance. You know, I'm just realizing I could have just said, like, 
burst damage up on all the buffs, and I probably would have been right. I mean, that's what I wrote. Because what of you them. did, yeah. I was like, I think I looked. I think I went. You went. You went hella like deep on it. I was like, ah, uh, I'm gonna be a little yeah. bit more vague on it. <laughs> I want to. Hopefully, I get at least one right. Mm -hmm. All right, Doctor Mundo. What'd you have for Mundo? Schmundo. I had health regen, so he's a nerf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they did not yeah. do this as buff nurse. They did this just full alphabetical. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. But yeah, I said alt healing down and then passive healing down. Yeah, I was expecting just straight up health regen, and I was actually pretty spot on with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, passive health regen decreased. R increased. Base health decreased. R increased. Base health decreased. Okay. Increased so I guess base we're right. health. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. We're right. Woo, okay. Uh, guys, episode's over. We'll see. <laughs> Let's see. Health regen. It's going from 1.2 maximum health levels 1 through 18 to 0.8 to 0.1.6. So it's a buff at level 18. The buff at level 18, but worse early, which is fine yeah. because that's where he's uh, able to do really well is early on. While he's way stronger than everybody else, he just does whatever the fuck he wants. And that's a problem. And then uh, increase base health, uh, going from 10 to 20% missing health to 8 to 15 missing health. So that's a pretty Some sizable are. nerf. Yeah, it is pretty sizable. All right. Uh, Fiora, what do you have for Fiora last Fiora. week? Fiora. I hadn't written anything, and I know we talked about it, and I didn't add anything there. I think we talked about her healing from her ulti. I think it was just um, or her, vitals. Yeah, sorry, her vitals in general. and. Mm -hmm. Um, looks like her passive AD ratio is decreased, so that's not what I expected. I expected it to be something hitting her in, in the in the heal range. So, well, I mean, will that um, lowering the AD the 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 damage does that affect her healing? It's a good question. Does she heal based on the true damage? Because they're they're hitting the bonus true damage. So, it was three plus five and a half percent per hundred bonus AD uh, of target's maximum health as true damage. It's now three plus. Four and a half percent per hundred bonus AD of target's max health. So she's just losing one percent. It's not a big difference in my opinion. So I don't think it's gonna have a big a huge impact. It might have a little bit of an impact. I noticed that she was strong towards the uh end of this patch. She started popping up more, but I don't know if this is enough to take her out of the meta completely. I mean, when you nerf a champion like Dr. Mundo in the way they did, that might be enough to like keep her in, right? Like, yeah, you yeah. can nerf them both, but, like, if she's still decently strong, 1% true damage isn't going to do enough to curb her from looking at Mundo's health regen. So, uh, to me, I think that still keeps her relevant. I think we'll, we will see what happens um, a little bit further on. Cool, cool, cool. All right. The Donger. Dingerlinger. What did you have for Donger? I had turret health as my, um, my sole buff. I didn't think he needed a whole lot. I just figured his turret health would, would need some. All right, I had alt cooldown decrease and then movement speed maybe around his turret. So let's see. Q standard turret health base uh, base health and damage increased. There you go. E cooldown decreased. Okay. I didn't expect the damage. I will say that's the weird part. All right, so standard turret health is going from 150 to 575 plus 5 to 40% levels 1 through 18 to 175 to 700 Five to forty percent, and then the one through eighteen. Wow, that's a lot of yeah. So twenty five early, and then one hundred and twenty five late. Yeah, it's or max rank. Hell that's of, pretty big. Yeah, 
And then uh, standard turret magic damage going from 6 to 18 plus 35 percent AP to 7 to 23 plus That's 35 AP. That's not bad at all. It's a pretty good buff. Yeah. Uh, and then E cooldown, the grenade is dropping by one second from 12 to 11 seconds. All right. What do you have for the burn? Big Vern. Where did I put Big Vern? Daisy stats is what I said. I just mm -hmm. figured Daisy stats in general. Um, it looks like they did a little bit more than that. So passive health and mana costs reduced. That's what I had. The E base shield increased. The Daisy base health armor and MR increased. So the durability update wasn't so friendly to our friend of the forest. These buffs should return some of his early gank power by a lot. Oh, and Daisy gets a base stat gift, too. Which I yes. figured, that was kind of obvious. She didn't get one. I don't think any of the pets got one, so uh, the champions, like like um, Annie, I expected her pet to be a little bit more. And actually, I'm surprised I didn't write that down, but whatever. Um, well, I, had, I had this one then. That's cool. Yeah, I had part of it. <laughs> so the base health cost on Friend of the Forest, uh, it was... Was that 23.5 to 6.5% levels 1 through 18? Why would you use a strike through on something that's got a fucking dash in between it? You can't read that. <laughs> right? And not understanding how to use strike throughs, man. I swear. Uh, so it was 23.5 to 6.5% levels 1 through 18. It's now 20 to 3%. So actually, it's pretty significant. 3% early. That's big. And 3.5% late is huge when he's got a lot more health. Um, the base mana cost was 34.5% to 9% levels 1 through 18. It's now 30 to 4.5%. So, again, that's huge because his mana pool is pretty booty. So that actually makes uh, his life a whole lot easier early on. The trigger seed is seeing a base increase. It's going to be 10 early and... 30, 30 late yeah. so from 70 to 190 it's going to be 80 to 220 keeping that 75 percent ap ratio and daisy gets her stimmy uh her health is going to be from it was 1250 to 3750 plus 50 percent ap it's now 1300 to 3900 keeping the same ratio and the armor and magic resists are going to go up it was 15 to 90 it's now going to be 20 to 100 keeping its 5% ap ratio so not a whole That's lot you're big. seeing more in the health the the resistances i don't think are going to be a huge difference but the extra health is going to make a difference in tandem with the resistances so yeah i think it's pretty good i think he definitely needed that he was actually useless so i mean considering the passive is like when you're you're farming early and like right. you run into the enemy jungler and your health is gone, like you're fucked. That, you know, that's the three percent, three and a half percent is gonna make a difference. Right, right, so, right. No, like, I'm with you, might, you 100%. You might live off that. All right, Jana. Now, what do you have for Jana? Jana, uh, I knew she was getting nerfed. I said mana costs all around on everything. I figured okay. they'd hit her mana because her mana pool is not huge and she's not a tier builder, but she is a. Enchanter that builds a lot of fairy charms. So I figure at least if you hit her pool, you're not killing her, but you're making her have to think twice about casting spells, because I know currently I'll cast whatever fucking spell I want at any fucking time I want. I don't care. You know, I don't have to feel like I have to make a choice like I do with uh, with a Lulu, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I had um, just shield nerfed like stats yep. and then i was thinking maybe like the bonus healing and shielding change so it's a w bonus move speed and slow decrease e shield decrease all right let's go all right w. 
bonus movement speed is getting lowered, or it's staying 6% at level 1, uh, but it's going to drop off by 2% at level 5. So it's going from 6 to 12, now it's 6 to 10. And the slow is getting nerfed as well from 24% to 40% to 20% to 36%. So it's four, knocking four off at all ranks. It's pretty big. Yeah, it is. And then E-Shield uh, base is getting dropped. Uh, base and uh, AP scaling. Base is dropping by 10 at all ranks. 75 to 175. Now it is 65 to 165. And the AP scaling is dropping from 60 to 55. You know what they didn't nerf and that I use a lot on Janna <clears throat> is Font of Life. And mm. uh, you use your W to get the slow, and your ADC just literally attacks the shit out of that champion and heals off of it. So Janna does get to heal that way. Um, they didn't nerf that, so I don't, I'm don't. i curious to see how the rest of these changes are going to pan out for her. I don't know that she's going to be completely eliminated from the meta. It feels She feels too strong with Glacial Augment to, to be yeah. removed, so... Uh, if you're not using Font of Life on Janna, you might be stupid. Um, use it. It's a free heal for her, and if you're running Moonstone like you should be, you're just getting extra heals. <laughs> Alright, J4, what did we have for J4? J Freezy. So I said, uh, burst damage, because right now he's really only viable as a tank, as we saw the other day. Um, what did you have? Uh, yeah, just Q, AD up, Alt, AD up, Ratio up. So let's see what we got. So, J4 got a Mana Growth increase, and a passive cooldown now decreases with levels. Oh, okay. So not what I was thinking at all, but not terrible. I think it sort of accomplishes um, allowing him to do damage. His mana growth was 40. It's now going to be 55, which means his mana at level 18 is going to be astronomically different. Uh, it was 980. It's now going to be at the tune of 1235. That's wow. a huge fucking buff. Excuse me. That's uh, almost 300 mana. That's huge. That's a massive difference. So cool. Um, the passive on Martial Cadence... Had a cooldown of 6 seconds. It's now going to scale down to 6 to 3. Levels 1, 6, 11, and 16. So, and of course, that's per target. That means. is per target, exactly. But that's pretty nuts because that's big. you get that... What is it? Is it 10% damage extra? It's like... It's a max per... It's a max HP That's right. Damage. That's right. It's pretty gross. I mean, you can activate it just by uh, hitting a Q, too. The Q... Yeah. The, the Javelin um, activates that passive. Is. It's pretty gross. Uh... Uh, deals 8% of the target's current health. There you go, current there health. There you go. There you go. Well, it's not bad. Good. All right. Moving on down to Katarina. Oh, here Katana we go. So this, is, so this was the build path. Yes, so I um, wrote for Katata Fish. On hit, I think I said less effectiveness on hit. I couldn't remember what your exact on hit effectiveness numbers were, but, like, less effectiveness on on hit was my... Uh, uh, guess, and boy, I just read the last sentence of that, and I want to fucking punch myself in the balls. Oh, man. Yeah, I had, um, buffing AP ratios, lowering AD ratios, so let's see. Passive AD ratio decreased, okay. E-base damage increased, AD ratio decreased, okay. Our attack speed ratio increased, on-hit effectiveness increased. 
Told you I want to punch myself. I didn't read the rest of it. I just read the last sentence or the last blurb after the comma. And I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Why are we making her an on-hit champion? But I guess that's what Riot wants to do. All right. So magic damage upon retrieving dagger or passive bonus AD ratio is dropping by 10, 75% to 65%. E, the shampoo, the base damage is dropping by 5% or 5 at all ranks. And the AD ratio is dropping by 10. So it's going from 15 to 75 with a 50 AD ratio. Now it is 20 to 80 with a... Oh, so that's going up, excuse me. And to a uh, 40... Uh, yeah, the, the 80 is the one that's getting hit really hard. 10% down to 40%. Yeah, base uh, going up 5 and 10% down on the ratio. That's actually... That is a nerf, but... Yeah. Uh, the Death Lotus. Here we go. Physical damage per dagger was 16% plus 12.8. Does I say 8? Per... Total, for one for one, one total, total attack, attack speed, okay. okay. Bonus AD. Okay. Now it is sixteen percent. Uh, sixteen percent and sixteen per point seven total attack speed bonus AD. On hit effectiveness is getting increased by three percent from twenty five to thirty five to twenty eight to thirty eight. This is not good. This is no. This no. is a no. Yeah. I don't understand how this is a nerf. Like, okay, they dropped the AD ratios by just a a hair. Just a tiny little hair. And uh, buffed everything else. So fuck you, Riot. I fucking hate this champion. This Stop trying to force stupid. this champion in the game. Your pro players are never going to play it. Stop it. This is actually horrible. So now you have to ban Kale and this champion. Perma ban. So well, like, we'll find out about Kale, I guess, in a little bit, but still. So what's going to stop this champion from doing, like... Nothing. Sure, like, Nashers is going to be even better. Right. For the attack speed and the on hit. Sunderer for the uh Sunderer shred. will work. Yep. Yeah, the, the bonus uh pen is like yep. insane. Yep. This is horrible. This is yep. like the worst fucking thing I've read so far. Yep. I'm with you. I think it's Fuck fucking this. stupid. Alright, All right, well, let's not dwell on dumb shit. Let's move down to Lucian. Yeah. I had What'd Lucian on an E cooldown was my thought. Yep. Yeah. Same. We were wrong. Base AD decreased, Q base damage decreased late. Base AD stats, he went from 62 to 60. And the Piercing Light uh, base damage is going to start at 95 like it did in the past, but it's only going to scale down to 215, where it was at 235. So not a big difference. I think Lucian still remains uh, viable, in, in my opinion. But he still will be able to dash just as often as usual, which I guess isn't surprising. They must have thought about, well, we're going to release this melee champion that's got a million dashes, so maybe we should yeah. not nerf Lucian's dash cooldown. So, you know, that's what we got going on, guys. <laughs> I don't have anything right. to add to that. What about you? Uh, No. I That's, yeah, 28, 2080. What do you got on the, on the Feeny? Seraphine, uh, I just said her W ratio's up. I just, I said damage because I felt like she was useless in damage. And then everyone was saying that she was actually pretty gross to play in the last patch. Um, so I don't know why they're buffing her. If everyone, if a lot of people are the consensus that she was good, I was thinking she was useless because I haven't seen anybody playing her. Um, so what do they do? Let's see. E cooldown reduced early and no longer decreases with rank. Slow stun duration increase. So we're uh, both wrong. Well, sort of. So hear me out they didn't uh directly attack her damage right 
However, Seraphine, if you play her as a support, is an Emax champion. She is no longer an Emax champion at any point in the game. There's no point to maxing that because the duration for the slow and the stun is going to be the same. You're not getting anything out of it anymore. So she is a Qmax champion, which does indirectly buff her no, damage. No, I'm not. I'm not buying that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I buy that all <laughs> That's day. That's reaching. That's fucking that reaching. You're reaching across three aisles right now to get the fucking nah. cookies. Nah, <laughs> it's an indirect, but it's it, it's really right. weird. I don't know. They they're calling that a they're calling this a buff because she got a half second on her. I don't understand how this is under buffs. To me, this no, is just yeah, an adjustment. I mean, yeah, it's more of a Justin. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you get a half second longer on the stun, but you lose your, your scaling. I, I mean, it's I guess it's early to buff. You get lesser cooldown early, but longer cooldown cool down late. I don't know. To me, it's just an adjustment. It's not a straight buff. All right, let me let me ask for the poll for this week. Is Tyler reaching with this take? Wow. I had a better poll in mind, but all right. No, what, what, okay, what do you have? Oh, I was just going to ask if everyone liked the idea of us trying to predict the changes and if that's something they wanted to see in the future. Mm, more often? Okay, no, yeah. that's, my, my idea was stupid. <laughs> Your idea's a troll. Let, it, let us know in the, the Q&A, though. Is Tyler reaching? All right, that's fine. <laughs> whatever whatever Q&A we come up with, just add if Tyler was reaching. On right. Seraphine. Um, Shaco, what do we have for Shaco? Shaco was a build adjustment, I believe. Yeah. Yep. So I said uh, it that... It, I wasn't entirely sure how to put this, but basically oh, I just yeah. said that his build path is very straightforward or very linear depending on what he's playing. If he's playing jungle, he goes AD. If he's playing lane, he goes AP. And I I postulated they may try to um, make that less rigid, if that makes sense. He should be able to do kind of whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Yeah, I had I didn't write anything. I had no idea. So let's see. What they're doing is base health growth and armor growth decreased, the QAD ratio increased, the WAP ratio increased, <laughs> the EAD and AP ratios increased. So they're just buffing his damage, but he's not getting health and armor growth. So he's going to be more of an assassin, less tanky. So let's read the little blurb that may give us some more insight. It says, Shaco's been struggling in a world with more durable playthings, especially with his traditional burstier builds. He already has quite a bit of survivability with his tricks, so we're trading some of his durability for more burst. This should open up those high-risk, high-reward builds once again, adding to his diverse itemization options. As a reminder, his Q and E can deal additional damage with his passive backstab bonus. Um, okay, so the health growth uh, was 103. It goes down to 99, meaning his health at level 18 uh, goes from 2381 to 2313. So that's the fucking nothing. Thank you, Riot. Um... His armor growth was 4.7. It's going to go down to 4, which meaning his armor at level 18 goes from 109.9 to 98. That is the difference of a little bit more than a cloth armor. So that's a 300 gold uh, difference in terms of durability. Um, that He's going to get more than that in his damage. I can guarantee you that. So His Q Deceive. The base damage is going to remain the same. It's still 25 to 65. But his bonus AD ratio goes from 25 to 40% bonus AD. His jack-in-the-box uh, is going to keep the same base damage, but it's going to go up by 3% in the AP scaling. So that's not a huge difference, in my opinion. Um, and then the two-shift poison. Wait, what the fuck? I don't know what the question mark is. I, it's, I have... a, it's a typo. It's, it's supposed to be 70. I think they They have accidentally... it on both, though. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I think they just added two 
Oh, okay. Excellent. Okay. Um, so he keeps the same base damage as usual, 70 to 170. The bonus AD ratio is going to go up from 70 to 75%. And his AP ratio is going to go from 50 to 60%. Um, so that kind of... It sort of accomplishes what I was saying, but I don't know if that really is going to do it because the I feel like the Deceive bonus AD is a fuck ton. Um, I don't know if that's enough to deter you from building AD in the jungle and AP in lane. But you might build AD in lane now, maybe, but I still don't think you I go think AP in the jungle. I think it's... I think, like, support should go AP, obviously, is better, but I think, like... Right. This is just telling me you can either go AD or AP in the jungle now, and it's just as good. I'm not getting that. I mean, I, I guess the two-shift poison has the AP boost, burst. Ugh, wow, I can't even say that. The AP buff. Um, but I feel like... That's still only really useful in lane because Jack in the Box isn't. It's a decent. Obviously, it's your it's your starter for for kiting camps and, and doing your camps quicker. But it's not something you can really use that well to to gank with, right? Like you, you. No, it's mainly for jungle clear. Right, right. Like you, you, you play the ganks with with Jack in the Box by placing them and then getting the enemy to chase you into your boxes. Um, otherwise, you're trying to damage with Deceive and Two Shift Poison for the backstab bonuses. So to me, it still feels like you're playing jungle. You're going AD. It's still by far the, mm. the better option if they're if they're willing to buff the AD damage and only minorly buff the AP damage. It still feels like the better option. I don't know. I still I think I think it's gonna be good either way because the boxes already do increase damage to yeah monsters. Right. Right. So it's gonna get that's gonna get increased by fifty percent. I don't want to try it. I don't like FS Steven. Or Dom. Oh, get get Dom, man. Yeah. Ask Dom. Dom and Steven, the two Shaco, Shaco, however his name is said, mains. Um, all right. Well, what do you got for Singe? Singe, what do we have? The deadly Singe mid. I just said alt stats. I uh decreased. I said mana because that's a really easy way to to like calm him down is nerf his mana pool. All right. See, W slow decreased early, increased late, and now increases with rank. R bonus stats decreased early and increased late. So, it's an adjustment. It's not a nerf. Nope. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this is nuts. This is just making sense of late game. Okay. Uh, the mega adhesive slow is going from 60% all ranks to 50 to 70. Okay. Bonus stats, uh, which is uh, armor. It's literally everything. Uh, 30 to 90. Now it is 20 to 100. Okay. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. For late game. Right, right, right. Well, fuck me, huh? Alright, Soraka. This was to hit her he or adjustment to healing. And what did I say? Where is Soraka on my page? I forget her. I just looked at it. It's so underwhelming. Oh, that's right. It was a it was a adjustment. Yeah, I just said heal and I said moonstone. But let's see. Our base heal increased but no longer removes grievous wounds. That's actually important. I can't be mad at that. Um, she's going to get 25 at rank 1 and 75 at max rank. She just doesn't remove Grievous Wounds. So 150 well, to 350 plus 50% AP is what she's going to be at now. Well, guess what? Grievous Wounds doesn't do jack shit anyways, so it doesn't even, she doesn't even need it. Right, but it's <laughs> more broken if you can just get rid of it. So, I, I, yeah. I don't know about adjustment. I would just call this a straight buff. 
She got she got a free buff when when they nerf Grievous wounds, so she's got a nice double buff, plus a stimmy dude. Uh, and I still don't think that champion is that high priority or that that great. So I mean, maybe that's saying something. Well, I think it's I think she should be played. It's, again, Grievous wounds does nothing, so it's like why wouldn't you play like a pure healing champion? I don't know. I feel like there's better champions like Nami or Janna right now, at least. Maybe maybe it's different now after this patch, but. Nami to me is is like a standout of a just a good champion. I mean, she's got CC, she's got healing, she's got damage. Um, I feel like she's just a better all around champion than Soraka. But I can see why someone want to play Soraka. You could just play in the back like a pussy and uh, press Q and press W. <laughs> Isn't that what you do with Nami? You press Q and W and yeah. Okay. You press E. You press E and W more oh, often with bad. Nami. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Viego. What do we have for Viego? Oh, Diego. Um, I said resistances. I wasn't sure what they were gonna do with him, but like, I feel like he should be allowed to. Like, he's he's a pop off champion, right? So he should be allowed to pop off a little bit. But like, if maybe make him less tanky. I figured it'd be like a durability revert. Uh, I did the passive healing when you pick up a body that healing down, and then Q healing down. Well, so let's see. You. Passive healing decrease. There you go. W, while casting E, no longer instantly stealths. Okay. R damage against most wounded or closest enemy decreased. Okay. So, uh, the passive is dropping from 2.5% of target's maximum health. Now it is 2% of target's maximum health with the healing. Uh, let's see. the e, Let's read this. Casting E, Harrowed Pass, while charging W, Spectral Maw no longer instantly stealths you. I had... I don't think I ever did that. I don't think I ever. Yeah, I didn't even know you could do that. E. That's pretty gross. Because then you can okay. just dash backwards after you drop that. That is pretty gross. And then Heartbreaker, the base damage or base percentage uh, is dropping from 15 to 25 to 20 to uh, 12 to 20. Uh, the scaling per 100 AD is staying the same of lowest health or closest enemies missing health. All right, so that's down a little bit. That's That's not bad. You know, every time I see his ulti, the name Heartbreaker, I just want to call him the Heartbreak Kid instead because he just seems so young. <laughs> it's not right, but that's just how I feel every time I see it. Um, Alrighty, Yorick. Rick! I didn't write anything for I... Rick because I had no fucking clue what to do with this champion. Based on how... Based on what we've... I haven't looked at it yet. Based on what we've read about Annie and Daisy... Pretty sure the maiden is gonna get some kind of base. That's buffs. fair. Yeah, I forgot he is a champion that has a pet. Uh, um, I just had Q, the healing, his Q healing, but okay. Well, let's see. Mistwalker base health and movement speed increased. Maiden of the Mist base health increased. Target range based on E decreased. Hmm. York's Mistwalkers and Maiden of the Mist are also getting a slight base stat package to help them keep up with the durability update. We're also adding a few tweaks to make York's Spectral Army a bit more ghastly when positioned correctly. Namely, the Maiden won't wander too far moving toward marked targets. So, Mistwalker base health was... Excuse me. 100 to 185 plus 15% of York's max health. It's now 110 to 212 plus 20% of York's max health. And the move speed is... Was 300, it's now 325. Isulti, Eulogy of the Isles. I had no idea that's what it's called because it's called Maiden. I don't know why they have a different name that's not just Maiden. Uh, Maiden of the Mist base health was 300 to 3,000 plus 70% of York's max health. 
It's now 350 to 3300, plus 75% of York's max health. And the marked target chase range goes from 1600 to 1000. Um, oh, that's pretty big. Cause like that's huge. Sometimes, sometimes you'd like cast your E, and your fucking ghouls will just chase after that motherfucker forever. And you're like, no, come back here. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, when you need him back there. So um, that's, pretty, that's good. pretty good. And I think the the max health buff is nice. It's only five percent, but uh, York is that Bruiser champion that builds Sterics Gauge and um, Hullbreaker and other max health style items. So that's I think it's pretty big. Alrighty, uh, Yumi's up next. Choopy. He was another adjustment, right? Yeah, for the healing. Uh, I said lower mana cost with lower healing value on her E. Yeah, I didn't know what to say. I think I said the same thing as Rock. I just figured maybe it was a Moonstone. Or an increased, uh, increased CD on the E. Alright, well, what do we got? Passive shield increase, E base heal decrease, bonus movement speed increased. Okay, so I got one of those right. <laughs> I didn't even realize her uh, passive was called Boppin' Block. That's a terrible name. Please change that. Uh, shield strength <laughs> is changing from 56 to 360 based on levels 1 through 18 to 60 to 380. What does that mean, varies? Is that like just... They even need to say that? It says varies? Yeah, I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, we know that. We know that when it says levels 1 through 18. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. That's very weird. All right. E, zoomies. Uh, the base heal is staying the same at rank 1, but it is dropping by 40 at max rank. So 70 to 190 to 70 to 150 with the same 35 AP scaling. Uh, and then the bonus movement speed is getting increased base 15 to 20%. Uh plus 6% per 100 AP. That's pretty big. Extra 5% movement speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be fucking zoom, Dude, I'm so scared. We're, I'm just thinking of new Udyr, too. I'm sure that dude's going to be cracked. Now, sicking a yeah. fucking Yumi on him and oh extra movement speed. God. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, um, well, you got the lucky... Uh, <laughs> you're just lucky enough to take on Zeri here, so... Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I said I had no fucking idea. Same, because I... Don't really understand how her shit works anyways. I was just taking a peek to see if there's anything about uh, Yumi's bop and block, but it doesn't say anything on there, so I'm not sure where they were going with the varies part. I think it's extra extra language. It didn't need to be there. So, Zeri, neither of us knew what the fuck was going on. So, Riot said health regen growth increased, W base damage increased, AD and AP ratios decreased. Zeri's W damage was a bit shocking with the crit multiplier, so we're nerfing that and compensating with a little regen boost. Um, what? I don't understand. This does does this not say health regen growth increased, W base damage increased, and it says they're nerfing the crit multiplier, but it's not in the what? Someone fire these people that write this shit. Um, base stats, health regeneration growth. From 0.55 to 0.7, which means her health regeneration at level 18 was 12.6 per 5. is now going to be 15.15 per 5. Ultra Shock Laser damage was 10 to 150 plus a 150% AD ratio and a 70% AP ratio. It's now oh, oh, 20 I get it now. to 160 
with a 130% AD ratio and a 60% AP ratio. So the crit multiplier, it the damage crits, that's just the term, when it goes over a wall. It does extra damage. That's what a crit is. Right, right, right. So that's what they mean, because they're lower. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. It's just weird that they, they didn't include that in the... Or maybe it's just the ratios that are that's doing it. I don't, no, the base is no, changing yeah. too. They well, just didn't it's... include that in there because they're dumb. It's just, yeah, because it's guaranteed to crit. Right, whatever. right. I just don't know whatever. why. They, they'd write a tooltip and then not include... Right? I swear to God, you don't know what you're doing this champion, and you don't know how to write a, a, a paragraph for this champion. But anyways, crit strike damage. <laughs> it was 17.5 to 262.5, plus a 262% AD and 122.5% AP ratio. Thank you for cleaning this up, because this is dumb. It's now 25 to 280. Bro, that base is insane. Yeah, all they're doing is nerfing the AP ratio on it, okay? And it's going to be a 227.5% AD mm, ratio. No, the AD's dropping. And then a 105% AP ratio. You're right, the AD is dropping. So 40, okay. 40% in the AD and almost 20%. I'm not going to do all the math in the AP. Um, again, can you guys just clean that up? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, the fucking decimals are just not needed. I they're, don't know. They're ridiculous. I know that uh, Steven was saying he wanted to play AP Zeri, so it looks like that's probably out. Yeah, that thing, just, the, just look at the base. Rank 1 is 25, and then rank 2, it jumps to 96. What? Yeah, I don't get it. That's fucking nuts. Well, I don't get that's it. That's <laughs> 280 at max rank now. Yeah, and it has like a two hundred. Yeah, this this ability does so much fucking damage over a wall. Like so much fucking damage. Yeah, I don't know. All right, um, I guess we're on to items. So we we guessed everything we could guess, and yeah, we got one hundred percent right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Night Harvester. We're adding some ability haste into Night Harvester's build path to make to match its buff last patch. That's right. People were complaining like, why the fuck is this shit giving? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the formula is Hexec Alternator Amplifier Tone Blasting Wand plus H65. It is now the Alternator Amp Tone Fiendish Codex. So okay. we're getting rid of that Blasting Wand, which is nice. Okay. That's a better uh, path. Yeah. Plus 815 gold. Nice. Okay. Which makes up for the. Because uh, Blast. I can't remember what the math is for the Blasting Wand. And whatever. It makes sense. Uh, Fiendish Codex is 10 less AP, but you get the 10 ability haste. Uh, mm -hmm. For 900, as opposed to the 850 for for uh, 40 AP. Cool. Uh, Serpent's Fang. Serpent's Fang was reducing shields by a lot more than intended, thanks to a bug. We expect the fix will lead to a non a non trivial nerfs, so we're calling it out here instead. Uh, Serpent's Fang no longer applies additional shield reduction beyond 50% based on enemies' bonus heal and shield power. What the fuck? Interesting. And it looks like Shadow Flames got the same problem. Same kind of problem. Shadow Flames, the digital magic damage based on uh, ignored R MR is no longer mitigated by targets MR. Yeah, that just must yeah. be the same thing. Yeah. So cool. cool. Get, that's a, that's a buff. Serpent's Fang and Nerf, and Shadow Flame was the opposite, getting a buff. Okay. Alrighty, Predator. Predator. A rune that really nobody uses unless they're playing Chemtank Volibear. Um, or maybe like Skarner or something. I yeah, I can see Skarner. Uh, oh, obviously Vagar too. Uh, Poppy. We're nerfing. I don't 
Predator's early power is it tends to really hurt some lanes before enemies get a reasonable chance at counterplay and compensating its late game to even things out. Maximum bonus move speed was 45% at all ranks. It's now 25 to 50%, uh, levels 7 through 18. The damage it provided was 40 to 120, uh, levels 1 through 18, with a 20% bonus AD and a 10% AP ratio. It's now 20 to 180, levels 1 through 18. So that is 20 less early, 60 more late. Uh, with a 25% bonus AD and a 15% AP ratio. So you're getting an extra 5% on your AD and AP ratios. And the cooldown was 90 to 60, levels 1 through 18. It's now 120 to 60. So you can't use it quite so often early, and it doesn't do quite so much early. Alright, that's not bad. Systems. Uh, vision. Currently, if you dash or blink into a jungle monster or ward visible range, there's a very brief delay before you gain vision of them. This can lead to some frustrating moments, so we're changing that to be instantaneous. On the other hand, losing vision of monsters and wards will continue to have a slight delay. All jungle monsters and wards will now be visible instantly, even upon dashing or blinking into visible range. That's actually a thing, so that's kind of nice. Alright, explain that to me. Um, you ever been playing, like, Echo? Or, let's say Lucian, and you've, you're playing bot lane and you've taken the enemy's first tower... And now you're going to venture into the jungle to go maybe steal some jungle creeps from their jungler. Oh, uh, so if I give you E... You dash over the it. wall and you see... You know Gromp's there, but it takes a second. It, like a split it. second for Gromp to show, so you can't attack it instantly. So what they're doing is just changing that so that... Oh, you dash over, you're visible, you can see why? him, boom. Why was that... I, I don't think that was intentional. Never a th okay. I don't think that was intentional. I think they thought, well, maybe you shouldn't change it. Um, it's it's uh, definitely a quality of life change. Um, yeah, I think there's been some times where I'm like, um, I'll like dash over a wall. I look for chickens or whatever. And I'm like, are, I'm like, oh shit, my buff's not here. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it appears. I'm like, yep. Oh, okay. Yep. I think that was unintentional originally. And then they left it thinking, well, it does add to gameplay because it does change the way you play. So uh, maybe they thought it wasn't so, it would make you a little bit less aggressive. But now they want to make you more aggressive because they included the durability. So that's probably why they're wanting to revert that. Um, other things to note, the Essence Emporium is back, uh, from Let's June 28th to July 12th, so, next week. Two weeks? Yep. Uh, let's see, head to the store to use Blue Essence and add chromas, ward skins, emotes, icons, and more, including Emporium exclusives, like the Earthwick skin. Important, after this run, Essence Emporium is going on hiatus while we rebuild it. Right now, running oh. the Emporium is so inefficient, it causes delays and feature cuts and other projects, like events and missions. Beyond making <laughs> Emporium more efficient to run, we're also exploring navigation and usability improvements for when, not if, it returns. Be sure to spend all your blue essence during this Emporium. To make up for this hiatus, we're shifting three the three gemstone icon bundles into a chain of three missions. Match made, uh, Summoner's Rift, or ARAM. This will be free for all players, granting 10 ME each for a total of 30 Mythic Essence. Bro... The fucking Emporium is not the thing to blame for your shitty-ass client. I am so sorry. <laughs> that's, the dumbest, that's the dumbest fucking thing they could have said. Oh, God, I love it. I, I have love almost, it. Let's see, how much do I have? I have 300, 320k essence. Wow, I only have 163. You have literally double what I have. Like, it's going to be like four years until this thing comes back, bet. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. 
Um, yeah, guys, spend spend your shit because get as many chrome as you can. Get the Earthwick skin if you can. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see. Mythic, Mythic content. Chromas. Here we go. I don't know if I want to go through everything. No, just go over a little bit. Uh, oh, I did. See... I like Mythic Chromas. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. The, have you seen? No. So, Final Boss Vagar is getting a new Mythic Chroma. It awesome. looks fucking incredible. It's... Looks dope as fuck. I like that they update the skins VFX as well as the model. Launching for legendaries as well as mythics like Ash and Knights. That's cool. Um... Yeah, Ash and Knight Pike is leaving. Uh, Ash and Knight yes. Pantheon's coming in. Uh, new skins coming in, uh, Prestige KDA, Evelyn, uh, uh, Prestige Pulsefire Lucian will be available. So, okay, okay, sorry. Hexec Annie and Hexec Amumu are leaving, and then Hexec Ziggs and Dread Nova Darius are coming in. Wow, nothing, I literally fucking nothing I want. This is right saying so dumb. Fuck off. <laughs> Um, so behavioral system. Oh, I do like this. Behavioral systems. Muting a player during champ select will now carry over to in-game and end-of-game. This also means that muting someone in-game will carry over to end-of-game. Additionally, individual players' mute status can now be viewed and toggled in the end-of-game screen. That's fucking genius! Not only do they let you mute chat entirely, if you wanted to chat and tell someone, hey, that was actually a good game, and you don't want to see someone's toxic bullshit, uh, you can just mute that singular person. So I like that. That's awesome. Thank you, Riot, for doing something smart. Uh, let's see. Demacia, Demacia Clash. Doesn't matter. New challenges are up. Challenges. Don't care. Let's see if there's any interesting bug fixes. Anything big. I hadn't... Usually I see something on the subreddit that, like, points it out, but I have not um, seen let's it. Let's see. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't see anything. Oh, wait, something about Renata. What did, what did it say? I just missed it. Added Renata Glass to hold that pose. They just don't die. We protect, and it has ultimate in the name challenges. Oh, okay. Um, Dorn's Ring Drain Passive has been restored and will properly regenerate health if you already have full mana. Okay, that's pretty big if that didn't work right. Um... Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Oh, several VFX, like Everfrost, and special effects, or SFX, like Orn's E, Searing Charge, and Crown of the Shattered Queen, Dead Man's Plate, Turbo Chem Tank, Zonia's Hourglass, Stopwatch, have been fixed, and will no longer be visible or audible through Fog of War. Okay. Um... Syndra, Rel, Nautilus, Champ Select, Roll Tags have been fixed... Yeah, I think that's it. Got some cool skins coming out. The cane one looks dope. It does. I think Cali, uh, Cali, wow, I don't know how the hell I said that. The Alawi one looks cool. Kane looks yeah, cool. Dude. Caitlyn's is cool. I don't know. Caitlyn's got 8,000 fucking skins, so who cares? Boy, just, I mean, it, every fucking champion is. Just, just wait for Morgana. Morgana's coming again. I know. Like, why, why don't we give. I mean, it's nice to see that Alawi gets a skin here. But like, when are we gonna give you know our uh, our boy Singe a new one, or maybe? Well, uh... Rel Rel's coming. Rel's gonna get Star Guardian. Right, right. That's true. Oh, but like, um, uh, I don't know. They're just they, they, bro. They gotta do what's gonna make them money, and this is gonna make them fucking money. I just, I just, uh, want, I just want the Star Guardian PVE game mode to come back. It's not coming. I it's know. gonna be fucking. Uh, it's um. It's bullshit. No, what's the? 
Is it Nexus Blitz? No, it's the one where you like you select one of three ultimates. Uh, Ultimate spellbook. That one's lame. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's, okay. We. I know we've talked about this. Blitz. Nexus Blitz is fun, but no one fucking plays it the next week. It's the same thing. With I'm I'm glad we're not getting Earth again. Earth is fucking shitty or one for all. Nexus Blitz is the only one I like. That's it's literally the only I, one like I like it. Yeah, I like it, but it's I don't think it's that great. Especially when they had the fucking the first event, your enemy team would win like Elder Buff, and the game would be over like that. Like yep. no, don't do that. Yeah. So I I don't think it's coming back soon. They're never gonna do a PVE. No. They already announced that. No yeah. one played it, which is very odd. But whatever. right, right, right. Um. All right, so poll was if you guys want us to do like the kind of guessing games yep. for the in-between weeks uh if maybe if something else isn't happening big that's happening we can't report on it let us know yes or no um q a is was tyler reaching was i, I reaching know. do you have anything better i don't fucking know. um not really um okay how do you what? Like, how do you guys feel about the what about the Katarina? How do you guys feel about Katarina? Uh, fuck that champion. Yeah, what do you? Uh, yeah, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. If you have anything that's that you, and you don't want to respond to Katarina, you you can open mic it a little bit. Uh, yeah. I'm cool with that. It's it's hard to sometimes it's hard to ask some questions. I mean, Katarina seems like she's gonna be busted, but you know I could be wrong. Oh, uh, what was your secret OP? Oh Joa? yes, secret OP. Okay. I found this one, guys. Um, oh boy! I don't know. He he asked for off meta secret op. I don't know if it's necessarily off meta, but I'll give you my secret op. It and what I like that I see here is uh, Swain mid using Imperial Mandate with Glacial Augment. Um, it's pretty fucking gross because when he ults and he can just continuously deal damage, he's just proccing that mandate. And if you have your team with you. Especially an ADC who's just able to keep slapping for damage, uh, you're continuously proccing that mandate. So that's pretty as gross. As long to as me. you have Rylies. As long as you're right. As long as you have yeah. Rylies. Um, yeah, it's pretty gross. It, that's pretty disgusting. So that, or even mandate with with glacial augment in general, is pretty gross because if you can stun more than one person or slow more than one person, you're allowing for a they're getting damaged with glacial augment now because of that, right? So that's pretty gross. Uh, B, uh, your ADC or your jungler or whatever can pop that damage and you can reapply it. So, Swain, Imperial Mandate, mid lane. I think I've just been seeing it with Senna bot lane, passing I've, Senna with right, like, I've, Swain. I've seen a bot lane. That's what I'm saying. The, the off meta part about it is the fact that it's mid lane. Try it out. Let me know what you think. Especially you, uh, Joa. I'll say the only thing I can think of, I haven't played it, but I watched a lot of Turk 2G, and he was doing this bullshit funnel strategy with Udir, where he played Udir top with Smite, but, uh, and it, I think it only works if you have an Ivern jungle, he was doing with a guy. Okay. So Udir will start on a buff, he'll buy the jungling item, he'll start, like, so Ivern can invade and take the enemy buff with one Smite, right? Mm -hmm. So Udir starts on another buff, takes that buff, bases, sells the jungling item, so he gets the XP, the bonus XP from the jungle camp, so he hits, like, level 2 or whatever, mm -hmm. goes back to base, sells the jungling item, gets his normal lane items, teleports 
by this time you shouldn't have missed any fucking lane minions. Teleports back top, and he should hit level three before the person's even level two. Jeez. It's fucking stupid. Jeez, that's pretty gross. But that takes a lot of coordination, so I don't know. Right, yeah, right. I think that's part of it, is that it takes a lot of fucking coordination. You might see something like that more in pro than you will in uh, solo. Well, but yeah, cool. that's it. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. We're going to be uh, breaking down uh, Nyla's abilities. Uh, yes, we so will. So no champion reviews, but Nyla's abilities got released. She is full of bullshit. Yes. Guys, the passive is unbelievable. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we will be back tomorrow, technically. Yeah, tomorrow. Bye, y'all. Later.